This is the Essential Podcast from S&P Global. My name is Nathan Hunt. To remind our listeners, we're doing something a little different this week on the podcast. This episode is a collaboration with Sarah Week Conversations. We're back today at the Sarah Week Conference in Houston for day four. Four days into the Sarah Week Conference, I fancy myself a bit of a veteran, but there's still a steep learning curve. The theme of the day, as near as I could make out a theme among the wide diversity of panels, is solving problems. I suppose that shouldn't be surprising with the sheer number of engineers at the conference. Energy is challenging. It's a matter of getting electrons from here to there with minimum of waste and or negative externalities, like carbon. That makes people who work in the energy industry natural problem solvers. My day started listening to a discussion between S&P Global's Roman Kramarchuk and Jigar Shah, director of the DOE's loan program, and the man responsible for figuring out where all those billions of dollars from the IRA should go. It's a lively discussion for such an early hour of the day. As Jigar says, today we view ourselves as one energy industry, not a clean energy industry and a dirty energy industry. Jigger also has a problem to solve, the energy system of the future, but he believes he has a solution. Deployment drives innovation. Deployment reduces cost. So he says. This is followed by a conversation between Dan Jurgen and Shell CEO Wal Sawan. Mr. Sawan has a difficult job. Former CEO Ben Van Burden was not one to shy away from grand pronouncements. Wall is different. He weighs his words carefully during the conversation. He's got his own set of problems to solve. There's energy supplies for next winter in Europe, supply chains, geopolitical conflict, oh, and achieving a balanced energy transition. As he says, the transition is driven not by supply, the transition is driven by demand. Simply starving the world of supply is going to lead to huge spikes in prices. Having learned from my time in the Agora yesterday that there were some great panels I shouldn't miss, I head over to the Climate Hub for a panel on solving climate change, next trillion dollar business. Here we have a problem and an opportunity all wrapped up into one. Again, the discussion here is focused on the IRA, but there are important caveats to the enthusiasm expressed. Ben Ratner of JP Morgan puts it best. As he says, there's a role here for policymakers. IRA provides real tailwinds, but it's not mission accomplished, it's mission underway. We need to create corporate buy-side confidence in order to allow these markets to flourish. Jonathan Silver of Apollo Global Management is on the same panel. He wants to talk about the problem of methane. As he says, we spend too much time focused on CO2, and we need to focus on methane. Carlos Pascual of S&P Global and Rajiv Shah, president of the Rockefeller Foundation, are trying to tackle another problem in their session entitled, How to End Global Energy Poverty. Their enthusiasm and knowledge of the topic are inspiring. The session is packed with latecomers standing along the back wall. After a detailed discussion of microgrids in India, unmet Copenhagen commitments, and the need for 20x leverage on investment, 
Shaw challenges the oil and gas industry folks in the audience to take the lead on overcoming energy poverty in the developing world. I followed this up with a panel on, quote, reshoring and friendshoring, the impact on the energy supply chain. Another big problem to solve here. How do you reshore a supply chain for solar panels, wind turbines, and batteries that has been offshored to China for the last 15 years? Chris Shelton of AES focuses his remarks on avoiding the notion of geopolitical competition. He says, quote, it doesn't have to be zero sum. This is about the resilience of our world. The way we're going to solve climate, solar will be central. Having regional supply is important from a resiliency standpoint. Which brings us to our question of the day. Once again, Essential Podcast producer Patrick Maroney was out in the Agora asking conference attendees to solve the problem of the energy transition. For the sake of simplicity, we made it multiple choice. What is holding back the energy transition? A. Regulation. B. Funding. C. Technology. Or D. Something else. Let's see what people had to say. Regulation. Uh, Out of those choices, I I would say funding. I would say it's a combination of regulation and education. In Europe, it's regulation A. I'll go with D. I would say it's courage, really. Uh, When we look back at the history of really profound innovations, so let's take the U.S. electrical grid, one of the modern engineering marvels of our time. People didn't sit around hemming and hawing about, oh, you know, could this work? Or is it risky? Or will it cost too much? Or will the technology advance? They just started building it. And... It worked, and we probably need a lot more of that attitude as we think about the energy transition as well. Not technology and not funding. I think those things are available, and I think there's a lot of proven technologies out there. So I think regulation, I've heard examples today of uh, the, the great story about Germany and what Europe has just done in a matter, in a matter of a very short time when they had to. And uh, somebody mentioned that they took their uh, public comments from five years down to five days. And so when they had to uh, really get this done for the, re- you know, for obviously um, horrible reasons, they were able to do that, right? So the technology and the funding, I think, largely exists. For me personally, I think it's, it's, it's labor um, focus, uh, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be the um, regulation and kind of streamlining that to make this transition happen more quickly. They're probably gonna be the two biggest hurdles that I see forthcoming. I think the money will always be there, it'll always follow. And the technology, it's always gonna be improving, but there, that, there are plenty of technologies out there that can advance significantly from where we are today that are readily uh, readily available so yeah I think it's a little bit of everything um, you know which I think we're working on all of it but I, I would say first and foremost on the the regulatory side the answer is not enough bankable projects it's behavior change um, people are still stuck in their ways and it's much easier to do what you always did than to do something completely new all of the above, although I would also caveat that it is accelerating currently at a pace we've never seen before. So there's plenty of room for mobility in all three categories and in or improvement. Um, but I wouldn't say that we're. I wouldn't say that this event has said we're being held back necessarily. Just that there's so much opportunity to go faster. I think it's uh, the willpower to do it. I think it's political will and um, the will of the industry. 
I think more one is a, a great a innovation access to venture because we have all technology available in different regions but many regions couldn't access or people are not aware. Second, I think a high level clarity on the framework in the ecosystem, how people could work together to balance the short term and long term because there are so many like, you know, traditional industries still operating in certain ways and the future is up to come. What's the bridge? What's the framework? I think it's a combo of uh, both the, uh, the government regulations as well as um, funding. So with those in mind, I think uh, there's going to be a lot of progress and uh, if, if we can align them, it's going to be a huge transformation. So, so I'm going to say controversially, all of the above and none of the above. So I think what's really holding back the energy transition is the willpower to do more and do it faster. So deploying technology, technology that we have today, and technology that will come in the future, getting our regulations where they need to be, but also leveraging the regulations we have, and funding. So funding in the right areas, knowing that it's, you know there's a lot of capital at risk, but being able to place smart bets and move quickly from bets that don't work. So that's it. Another day of the Essential Podcast live at Sarah Week. This was Thursday, March 9th. Sarah Week is the world's premier energy event. Stream selected sessions at sarahweek.com forward slash promo forward slash CW23 dash live. Engage with us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Learn more about Sarah Week at sarahweek.com. Thank you for listening.